You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jay Harwood's latest edition of Amazing Conversation with Buck Walter. Thank you for doing this, Buck. Really? I mean, you must have a slow news day. I, mean, I do. You're scuffling for guests, okay. Okay, because I'm nervous. Yeah. Uh, I, I know you're a tough interviewer. Yeah, I, I want to take it back to 2014. Uh, four women PR directors in baseball, uh, Debbie Gallus of Oakland, uh, Melanie Yant of the Cardinals, uh, Shannon Ford of the Mets, Monica Bartle of the Orioles, breast cancer. Mm. Monica died um, eight years ago. Shannon followed the next year. Shannon used to tell me how kind you were to Monica. I got to be really friendly with her through the years. And even before I knew you, about you, you take care of the little people. And I always like the PR people were little people. And, and after she passed, we wore shirts in spring training, went up to the funeral. I mean, how did you get along with Monica the last part of her life when she was sick? You know? Well, you know, when I first got there, you know, you, you go in and you're trying to bring certain things that you know, every situation is different. And you say, okay, what's needed? What do I need to bring if I can? Yeah. And uh, Monica was, I used to kid her, call her the Iron Maiden. She was, she was tough, man. She had some, she had a real physical, a real toughness about her. Not in a bad way. She, but, you know, we're, she was kind of, we were sparring around, seeing how the relationship was going to go. We had a moment where a player had been kind of, had been hurt and was kind of shirking his, uh, you know, uh, not, not duty, but something he needed to talk with the media. And he was going to slip out the back there and, and she said something about it. And I said, no, he's going to talk to the media. You know, he, he can come to my office and do it. And I got him, brought him in there. I said, no, you're going to do this. You haven't been here yeah. for two months. And I'll never forget, we got through and she'd had trouble with this player. And uh, she says, you and I are going to get along just fine. <laughs> Shannon was a lot like her. Yeah. Same way. But, you know, Shannon, they talked in a year between Shannon and Alive. She used to send me how much she appreciated what you did. And well, I'm still friendly with Ben Barlow, you yeah. know, and he told me, you invite the family to a playoff game yeah. to do that. Well, you know, regardless, it's, you know, the old expression, do the right thing. Yeah. We, uh, our ownership allowed us, uh, we left after a game and they set up the uh, memorial yeah. for her. And we flew up there on a plane that he chartered and, you know, everybody. It yeah, was, it was, it was such an easy, for Monica, get on the plane. I'll, you know, we, we have certain memories in our life of what we were doing when we heard that something had happened and you know, I still remember the moment when I knew that Monica had passed and uh, you know, I think about her every, you know, my wife and I were talking the other day that today was the anniversary of her passing. Well, t- tomorrow is, my life. tomorrow is seven years for Shannon. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, talk about another good friend of ours, Ari Dickey. Mm. Um, he was on the Hall of Fame ballot. Ari and I were pretty close, uh, wrote the book and everything he said. I wouldn't have had a career without Buck if Buck didn't oh, stick with me. And maybe I wouldn't have if it wasn't for him. No, he Every said, once in a while, you got to be right. You know? He said uh, it was like a, uh, a four home run inning, uh, four or five wild pitches. He was learning the knuckleball at that mm-hmm. time, right? Well, you know, you look for certain things with knuckleball guys over the years from experience. they got to be athletic. They've got to have, uh, you know, a tough will and uh, no ego. And, you know, just want to get people out. But one, he had a pretty good knuckleball. But... Uh, uh, he had the makeup for it. He had everything if he could just grasp the knuckleball. And, you know, guys with his makeup, you know, I don't know whether he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Who knows? That's somebody else, you know, whatever. Just to be the, out of battle the Whatever from. the criteria is yeah. nowadays, you know, good gosh, you, you explain that to me. But he, 
he's a Hall of Fame person. Yeah. And you know, he got it. And this is a guy that, you know, they discovered that he didn't have a ligament and the, his bonus got He lost cut. all of his bonus, probably. Yeah. And, but not once did the RA not, you know, feel honored and lucky. You know, he got it. He got yeah. it. And it was easy to get him. And, you you know, you pull for him. You got so many guys that you know that have great pre- presence and inner toughness and are good people. And sometimes you can want, want them to do well too bad. But, you know, there's nothing tougher. You know, we got a guy here in camp now that I know he's got everything, but he just doesn't have the stuff. And yeah. we and I know R.A., if he could figure out the knuckleball, yeah. he had the perfect disposition I mean, to throw it. 2012 Cy Young, 20 wins, led the league in strikeouts. Well, it's like, you know, when your grandmother or your mother would make you go get switches to beat your own butt with. Yeah. You know, I'm looking out there a few years later, and R.A.'s beating our butt. Yeah, you know. but he didn't forget. The first thing he said was, "I wouldn't be in right without Buck," and I just didn't. Well, yeah. it was easy. You know, fighting the fight for a guy like yeah. R.A. Dickey is pretty easy for a manager. Yeah, I'm, I do the alumni now. I used to be the PR guy for a long time, and in my little time around you, I really appreciate it. You make these guys feel welcome, oh, and it wasn't always the case, Buck. To be honest mm. with you, like from Ed Crable to Shamsky to Storbury to Gooden. You know they feel welcome here, which is which is good. We're going to keep tradition going. I mean, you just did it with the Yankees, right? And yeah, you, we're not taking any backseat. The Yankees. We had a rich history with good players. But you did. People. You started it with the with the Yankee stuff, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I did. You know, it was just part of the deal. You know, I first started with the Yankees. We 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 kind of made some judgments on some players who right. who would go out there, and you know, I mean, I used to ask them to come out and watch it and support them, and we had a couple guys that thought it was beneath them to. To respectfully yeah. support the the alumni old timers game, well, they didn't stay around too long. We uh, we kind of moved them along, but I, I want our guys to understand the history and the things that are important to our fans and people that have come before us and paved the way and done things and and respect how the game has evolved and but but in a lot of ways stayed the same. I remember last year, I watched you tell me you made, made me feel well. Come to the mm-hmm. cage and. We have what we call around here before a no-fly zone, and that we were certain people were circling around and, and, no. and you know, and we're bringing a lot of guys back this year who are in the no-fly zone. You know, there's there, there's you know, it's like Keith last year, and, right. and now we got Johnny Franco back. I'm dying to get him back, and you know, they uh, ownerships helped us with that, and you know, Straw's here. We got David Wright, of course, and Hojo's going in the right. Hall of Fame, I believe, this year. And, right. Uh, Without you know. It's just fun having these guys around, but it's not like there's some celebrity guy that signs autographs. They have something to impart. And right. shame on us if we don't take advantage of it. You know, we'll take them as much. Al Leiter. I mean, anybody wants to have some fun, sit on the bench with Al Leiter and John Franco for nine right. innings in a spring training game. You think it's the seventh game of the World Series. I love their energy and their, their passion and their sincere love of the Mets. For, for whatever reason, Johnny was, you know, 17 years with the Mets. My favorite side, he played Santa Claus 14 straight years. <laughs> The Christmas party. Well, we had Nimmo as a, yeah. an elf. He needed to get traded, though. Nimmo didn't get traded. Frank, oh, you know. well, we, we were but, able to bring him I back. I mean, he feels, you know, again, he didn't, he was afraid to work around the state. Even now, all these guys, you know, feel welcome and everything. And no, I think, uh, you know, without, whatever went on in the past, that's right. everybody's business. There's usually good reasons, and you find out why. But, you know, this is a, this is a, a new um, beginning for all of us, and, not saying it's a new approach. Not saying it's just what we feel like is right, and you know we're going to make their path easier. It's kind of like young players. You know why would you haze them? They're wearing our uniform. Let's make their path easier. But you know we're very proud of our past here with the right, Mets. Right. And so uh, it's my being alumni. I appreciate. Uh, what you well, do. it's easy. If this is that's the hardest thing. I 
I enjoy those guys because a lot of them I played against. I played against Hojo. I managed the all-lighter. I saw him at 19 and throwing it to the backstop money out in New York. And um, a lot of these guys, Straw took the best batting practice I ever saw when we signed him with the Yankees and he met us in Tiger Stadium. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mattingly told me, he said, don't ever put me in this hitting group again. Really? Oh, my gosh. I was kidding with him today. He was talking about how the wind was blowing yeah. in or something. I go, Straw, the wind didn't matter with you. Come on. He goes, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, I have a new part-time job starting next week. I'm going to be the PR guy for Team Israel. I've been trying to manage the club, helping Kim's is That's what I'm trying to tell you. We, you know, so he, you called him up, right? First, in the matter of teammates, we in Kim's. So we have a Brad Asmus, uh, yeah. uh, Kevin Euclid, Gary Naren. They don't need any help. They got a good group. I, uh, our, our best Israeli player is Ty Kelly, by the way. Yeah, I, I had Ty, but you know, if you guys could get everybody to play that should be playing, yeah. You, that's yeah, we, the team. a lot of guys didn't want to come. If I, I, I told Ian, if you got me going earlier, I we we can fix that. Okay. What do you remember? I mean, he had a great career, thirty thirty. Ian, guy. yeah. Oh, I remember Ian was a shortstop out of University of Missouri, if I remember right, and uh, he came over as a jick. That's a just in case player, in case you know somebody he's got to go in a game. And I kept looking at these numbers. It was interesting how he read, and you know I, I kind of liked. Uh, the profile of him, what some people talk yeah. about, how he played the game. And so I brought him over and watched him play shortstop. And I go, I just, he had everything about what you look for in a big league player, uh, the intangibles. He had it, but he didn't profile as a shortstop. And I remember we talked about it. Anybody ever talk about maybe putting him on the right. other? We talked about third. And yeah, just, so let's try him at second base. And everything took off. The game slowed down for him, and, and uh, he was a baseball player. Now he works for the Rangers now. He's just a yeah, he's, he's he's a good one. He's passionate, and um, I got to know his dad. His dad was, I believe, a prison warden in Tucson. Yeah, I think I'm going to so, tell you yeah. something. I met his dad one day in spring training early on. He said, you got any problems with uh, Ian, you let me know. He put the fear of the Lord in him. He uh, um, he had a certain toughness about me and had that same toughness. We have another mutual friend, Bill Parcells. Oh, I'm a yeah. diehard Giant fan. You were together in tech when he was with the Cowboys. You got to know him. And he used to you see him a lot in Jupiter. And he's a big, gigantic. I'm hoping he comes out. He usually comes out a couple of times yeah. in the spring. It's always a highlight. He's for here. Him. I mean, I know he's in Jupiter, but he was. He could tell you the roster of the 1954 oh, yeah. Giants. Yeah, he used to remind me. He a uh, big baseball fan. One of the highlights. Of my managerial career was having him and Bobby Knight and uh, I think it was Havlicek. Uh, no, no, Nelson, the basketball coach for the Mavericks. Yeah, were all in my. But office. I thought Havlicek was around here too. In a whole, he may have been, but I, I would have known. But, but they're in my office and it's like forty-five minutes for a game. And they start talking. These, I, I do pride myself on going. Shut up, watch and listen. Yeah, and watching those three guys go at each other. It was priceless. Yeah. I mean, it was vicious, but it was funny. Yeah, Bill. I'm sure he'll start for us this spring because he always talked about yeah. you too. Well, he, I get a little text from him every once yeah. in a while, sometime during the season, and his timing is always immaculate. That you know, he knows the right words to say in, in short texts, and he's uh, he's been 
you know, to consider him an acquaintance. Yeah. He's impacted a lot of lives. Did you connect in New York when you were the young? Yeah, I, I, you know, I got a chance to, you know, that kind of fraternity of yeah. New York coaches, but I always loved the way he went about his business and the way he, he handled himself. I've been with the Mets a long time, 43 years. I think I worked with 14 managers. You know, Joe Torre is my first manager. No kidding, where? He went to Mets, 1980. He always says I got him fired. <laughs> 14 managers. I just uh, You know what gets managers fired? Bad teams. I got, well, 14 years, but I just, you know, to me, you have a lot in common with, with Terry and Bobby V, deflecting from the players. I mean, yeah. you know, when something goes wrong, you have a way of navigating and a way for them to put it on you. I mean, you know, Terry was great at that. Bobby V was great, and Joe was great at that, too. Was there any one guy you picked up from, you know? Uh, you know, I try, I try to be real careful about that to leave somebody out. I've been fortunate to be around some really good baseball yeah. men, you know, from Billy Martin to, you know, but I also learned some, a lot of things from people about what not to do. You know, we sometimes say, well, there's a better way to handle that situation without naming names. I tell you, if I had to name a guy I played for, Johnny Oates in AA and AAA, he, uh, was very impactful with the way it was more very intense, very competitive, but it was about the human being as much right. as it was the, the just the tools of the player in the game. Johnny Johnny got it because he was kind of a you know a catcher that, that played sparingly, but Johnny uh, really impacted uh, the way I looked at uh, um, handling people as much as players. Did you go to Montreal much at all as a manager? Montreal, yeah. 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 My first road trip, uh, Joe took me to a Thai club, which is a store. What kind of club? A Thai, a Thai, like a Thai store. I was on well, there's Cap a few other clubs in Montreal. No, I, I was think, hoping yeah. you didn't go. You know, it's a good library. Shea Paris got a lot of good books. No, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I never went there. Uh, honestly, so probably why I've been married 40 years on no, Sunday. It's, it's, it's a library. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. So we, we took me to... Uh, you know, people were going to check this out. <laughs> he took me to a Thai shop, the seventy ugliest Thai. I still have one. Joe was, he was so good to me. Last question. You live in a big college football fan. Alabama? Yeah, I, I went to Mississippi State. I grew up, you know, in the South. Everybody wanted to play football in the Southeastern Conference, and right. I, I thought I was going to Alabama. Uh, back then, they had freshman football. Right. The freshman football coach was also the baseball coach, Hayden Riley, and I'll never forget when I'm up on a recruiting trip meeting Coach Bryant. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's kind of carried over. It's tough when Mississippi State plays Alabama, but my memory is my dad used to get us up at, get me up at 5 o'clock in the morning. We would drive to Tuscaloosa 
and we'd park a mile away because we didn't want to pay parking and had a friend with Pinkerton Security right. and the only seats available were with the uh, faculty section. They didn't come to games on the 35, 40 yard right. line. So we would, he would let us in right for game time and he would make me watch the sideline and watch it, the, the way Coach Bryant and the way the coaches with the, you know, the defensive schemes and the way that they would dissect what was going on in the field and the timing of the pass patterns where the ball was in the air before you'd catch it. He, he made me watch the game within the game and, uh, my dad played college football, and you know, before he had to go serve his country, you know, he and his two brothers joined up. But he was, you know, on his path to play some professional football. But he uh, he liked the way uh, Coach Bryant and his staff conducted themselves. I appreciate the time. Just so you know, too, what you did with my impacted, what you did with Monica, impacted a lot of people. Well, it, she impacted my life yeah, a lot more but, than I did hers. But she, uh, yeah. It was a loss, but it was heaven's gain. I'm telling you, she, uh, her it parents. It's just a lot about you. You care about the, uh, you know, the smaller people. You know, when uh, that's not the right word, but that's easy. Uh, you know, we, we all take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. None of us are getting out of this alive. Yeah. You know, and I like when somebody says, "Do you have time?" Saying, we're none of us are that busy. We try to act like right. we're so busy. Please. Thank, thank you for your time. Oh, thank Bye. you. Best, Thanks for best, having me. Best of luck. Appreciate it. God man. bless.